Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. We are starting a brand new series today on the power and science of words. This is a talk that I've never had before on any of my podcasts or even in the public eye, but it's something that's near and dear to my heart, not only in my own life and what I've learned, but in the lives of hundreds that I have coached and spoken to. People that have been haunted by words that have been spoken over them as children And yet to this day, 40, 50, even 60 years later, are still tormented by the words that were spoken to them, whether it was from a parent, a sibling, or perhaps a peer. And these words, even though you hear the old phrase, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names may never hurt me, it couldn't be further from the truth. Because the words that are spoken tend to go so deep that it can affect that person's confidence and shake their entire life of self-esteem and of thoughts of success forever. Now, this sounds like a pretty sombering topic, but it's a very important topic and one that I believe aligns with your journey to greatness through routine because the words that we speak are typically habits of speaking patterns that we've adopted from those before us, from our society, from our peers, from media influences, from what is politically correct or acceptable versus what isn't. And today words are flying around so just unharnessed and 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 they're just no one's even thinking about what they're saying before they're thinking and of course I'm using that word lightly no no one I mean there are obviously people that are restraining themselves and are making better choices about their words and they're very self-aware and very emotionally intelligent and frankly in emotional intelligence is a very uh, another very strong topic to me and I just did a series on that so if you missed that I would encourage you to go back and listen to that one but this is going to be a very interesting series but we're, because we're not only going to study the effects that words have on us psychologically and cases and studies on it, but we're going to dive into the science behind it. We're going to really show you from many different sources why words are so critically important. Now, I, I'm speaking from the West and in the West, oftentimes, We hear phrases like, I am so sick and tired of, you know, fill in the blank. Or my fill in the blank is killing me. So whether that's my back is killing me or my neck is killing me or my kids are killing me. We say things so quickly like that without even really thinking about the meaning behind it. And you might be already saying, oh, this is silly. I need to turn this off. This is not even for me. Well, hold on because wait till you hear what I have to say in terms of the studies and the research, and the psychology behind some of these words, and some of these things that we think. Now, granted, you know, everybody jokes around, and they, you know, they say things they don't mean, and and then they'll make the excuse, yeah, well, I didn't mean it, or I was just kidding, and I get all that, you know, and, and, you know, honestly, there is some bearing to that. If you're just kidding, you know, obviously, your heart's not in it, your mind's not in it, and I've talked oftentimes about the importance of what you say 
and what whether or not your emotions are engaged. So there's there is some some meaning to that, okay? But but let's go a little deeper. We say things to ourselves like I can't do anything right or I'm so stupid. Or there's children that grow up in households where parents use degrading, humiliating, disrespectful language with them. And with this lockdown, we might be witnessing some of the repercussions of this years, decades to come into the next generation if this is what's going on in the households and Listen, I, I, I hate to say this, but I've read articles, you know, and I challenge you to go ahead and look up articles on what's happening in domestic abuse situations with this lockdown. And it's a very sad fact, you know, and, and I'm not one to spend a lot of time in that area and I don't intend to, but we need to be aware of this. Okay. So, you know, they get, they hear things like they're not enough. Um, and, and that develops into low self-esteem. Many children grow up in families hearing sentences like you shouldn't have been born or, or you'll never succeed in life. Well, you'll never amount to anything. Uh, why can't you be like you're fill in the blank? You're good for nothing. You have, you know, you're dumb. Your cousin is smarter than you. You know, and the list just goes on and on and on. Well, Stanley Cooper Smith in 1967 identified the link between self-esteem and frailty, noting the indications that in uh, children, denomination, rejection, and severe punishment result in low self-esteem. Under such conditions, they have fewer experiences of love and success, and they tend to become generally more submissive and withdrawn, though occasionally veering to the opposite extreme of aggression and domination. Now, I just call that a self-defense mechanism. I mean, uh, they're just trying to survive, you know, and depending on their bent or their personality uh, type, you know, they, they would either, you know, just pull back and, and just decide not to, to bring up any kind of opportunity for conflict for fear of what might be said to them, or they're going to lash out and try to defend themselves like a cat drowning in the water. Well, the Solomon Islands consist of six major islands and over 900 smaller islands in Oceania lying to the east of Papua New Guinea and northwest of Vanuatu. And there's a famous myth that when the islanders of the Solomon Islands of the Pacific want to cut down an enormous tree that seems too difficult to chop down, they perform a special kind of curse. Yep, they use words. And when you search for it on Google, they call it curse magic. The use of the word magic here is interesting. When humans don't understand something, it, it, doesn't either, it either doesn't exist or to them it's just plain magic. According to the myth, the people of Solomon Islands yell and say negative things at the top of their voices to the trees. And as a result of this negative energy transmitted to the tree, the tree dies and falls to the ground in days. Now, many people researched this old myth and even visited the place where the claim was made, but have not proven it to be true. However, the locals still believe it. Now, the question is, can we technically prove it? Well, I'm going to come back to this point tomorrow, and we're going to talk about this. And I've got some studies to share with you that have been done. Um, and I think you'll be very intrigued, so I hope you come back and join us. This is Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness through routine. Encouraging you, encouraging you to watch your words about yourself and your family and keep on reaching higher. Thank you for joining me.